Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter. Um, today we're gonna continue our our what is it called? Our topic that we're speaking about the Holy Spirit. And today we have um, to next one we have Giselle, and today we have also uh, Josue Oscar, which we call him House here. And um, today we're gonna talk about a different part of the Holy Spirit, which uh, I think uh, just in general, I think it's I think it's beautiful, and I think we should always. Uh, talk about the Holy Spirit because I think it's a very good thing that we that we do. And so we're gonna talk about the supernatural of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I think um, I think to start it off, I think I would I always start things off. So House, what about if you just start off of what you thought and what you think and what you studied? Yeah, of course. So pretty much what I wanted to bring up about the supernatural, it's something that we like. If some of us like Moses are here in church when we were little kids, um, we often hear about these amazing stories, like how Moses part the Red Sea, how Jesus healed millions and millions of people, feed as well. Um, I wanted to say as well, the supernatural is something that, like, yeah, like, we think about it, like, as these, like, almost, quote-unquote, fantasy stories, right? Yeah. But these are actually, like, things that actually happen, right? So, in the supernatural, it's here with us. The Holy Spirit is, is a really huge, big example, obviously, of the supernatural, right? right? And um, the supernatural is also something that sometimes we may not even see it work with us, and we see other people have the supernatural as well, whether it be them receiving... Um, receiving blessings, be able to perform miracles as well. Um, kind of like how it says right here, well, I like to start off in, okay, it says right here in Luke 13, 10, pretty much it's the woman with the hunchback. And this woman, she was in the back of the, of the room um, and she was just like um, there just chilling and stuff like that. And then, <laughs> I think she was just chilling, <laughs> just chilling I guess. And, um, but the thing, here was like the bad part of it. She was, she was a woman with a um, disabling spirit. So that's why that big hunchback she had was uh, is actually a demon that possessed her for, and this is right here in Luke 13, 10. It's been possessing her for 18 years. Me being 19, that's literally like, wow. Like, that. like that, all that's life. all my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when Jesus saw her, he pretty much looked at her and said it like, wow. Like, was it just like, um, he went up to her. Like she was in the back, she was still present um, there in the moment. So pretty much why I wanted to, bring up as well is that jesus went down and healed the woman as well and she freed her from what she would she but she probably would have had and then from that moment and on she was fixed up straight so what i wanted to bring out about this pretty much was just like how these are like one of the examples of how like um the supernatural can be worked within us because sometimes like was it we'll just be ashamed of ourselves of the things we have within ourselves like this woman she was there in the back ashamed for what she might have been taken she wasn't asked or anything like that for for jesus to heal her but he, God went down and healed it himself. Right. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I was gonna I was gonna tell you that also, uh, you know, this backs up uh, in First Corinthians two nine, mm -hmm. which it says, but it is at his ah my god, I can't even read today. It says, but as is it as it is written, oh my god, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man imagined, that's what God has prepared for those who love him. And in the verse 10 it says, These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. So, just with what you said with the woman with the disabling spirit, mm -hmm. uh, it's so beautiful what you said, right? Like the supernatural comes and it's a gift from God. Mm -hmm. And we have to understand that this, uh, I guess, the supernatural, because I mean, People might not seem like it's supernatural, but yeah, if you get a disabling spirit to come out of you and then now you're like straight up and you walk straight, you know, 
Uh, it's pretty supernatural. But what I what I love about this and is that this is what God has for us. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what God has separated this time for us to do supernatural things. And we don't we don't even have to even see it. You see it uh, see it just there. If you guys notice, uh, everything that almost happened that supernatural, God barely even even touched people. Like he, for, for, I remember that a few people that were paralytic, uh, paralytic. He just said, "Get, um, take your bed and go." Mm-hmm. He like, didn't have to. He didn't have to grab their head and be like, ah, mm-hmm. either. You know, he just said, "Take your bed and go." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all he had to say in order for the supernatural to come. Mm-hmm. And as you notice, um, as time went on, and you know, his disciples did the same thing. I, there's even a verse in the Bible that says that even the shadows of the disciples of the apostles mm-hmm. would heal people. Yeah. So. Uh, I just feel like I just feel like uh, I think we have to understand the supernatural is not something that we acquire as in like a like a power. You know, you're not super yeah. saying I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not what it is, right? Uh, you have to understand that it's it's something that comes with faith. And I think, look, I think in my view, in in, in my what I've read and what I understand about the Bible, which is I'm not a hundred percent, but I try, I try my best. But what I can understand is this: that all of these men understood that the glory was for who. For God. God. For God. Mm-hmm. So when all these great things happened, when they passed by, they were able to carry it, that mm-hmm. burden. So keep in mind, keep, keep in mind that even that, if it happens today, when so, so one person, you know, uh, something, a miracle happens, their ego starts to kind of like be a little, a little bit lifted mm-hmm. and lifted, which I'm not saying it's, it's bad for them. I'm just saying it happens to everybody. So I think the first thing we have to understand is in order to be in this supernatural is that we really need to understand who's the glory for. And I, I think that's what we need to do. And we need to understand that the supernaturals are for us. What you want? I, don't, I don't know if you want to say um, something. Yeah, actually, you hit a lot of the points that I had. Um, I think it's really important to, like you know, had already said, that to know that the supernatural isn't for our glory. It's to show people around us the wonders that God can do. It's to give God the glory. And a great example of this is in Acts 8. 9 through 13 it says but there was a man named simon who had previously practiced magic in the city and amazed the people of samaria saying that he himself was somebody great they all paid attention to him from the least to the greatest saying this man is the power of god that is called great and they paid attention to him because for a long time he had amazed them with his magic but when they believed that but when they believed philip as he preached the good news about the kingdom of god and the name of jesus they were baptized both men and women even Simon himself believed, and after being baptized, and he, he continued with Philip, and seeing the signs and the great miracles performed, he was amazed. So, like, I mean, this is like a prime example. God abilitates us in these uh, supernatural ways so that we can bring others to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's not for us. It's not for our glory. It's not for us to be like, oh, yeah, I was able to heal this person. I prophesied to this person. and You know, it's, it's to give God the glory. And, and as you mentioned... A lot of the, a lot of it has to do with our our faith, our loyalty, our humbleness, um, our, our ability to to give God what belongs to Him. And I have verses to back those up, but I think we could talk about those later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. I yeah, I also say. wanted to say something as well. It kind of made me like think about as well. Like, was it like you mentioned it? Like, was it like when we do when we have the power to act a supernatural, we also obviously have to give the glory to God, right? Which brings me to Acts three as well, where Peter and John healed the homeless um, lame beggar, right? And keep in mind, this lame beggar, he was in front of a church. And uh, he asked Peter and John, he's like, I can't walk and stuff like that. Can you provide me stability? Like, what was it like? Because he was asking pretty much for stability, like extra change or anything like that, right? 
But Peter and John said, instead of stability, mm-hmm. something that you can have materialistic, how about I give you stability um, spiritually, right? So pretty much what happened um, was that Peter and John ended up healing this man, right? And the first thing he did, first thing he could have done was to go out and walk and work for himself to provide himself stability. So he's like, let me go back to my family. Let me go find a home. Mm. Um, but no, first thing he did, he went to the temple and praised the Lord. So what I wanted to bring out was like he understood that it was the um, it was God's work and God's power working through Peter and John, um, which gave him the power to walk, which I just find beautiful. It's one of my favorite stories, like how the first reaction he did was praise God instead of just go anywhere else and just and just with what you just said it's mm-hmm. so crazy right because with what you said like for example this man was asking for stability mm-hmm. and what they said was i don't know i have nor i have neither gold or silver oh, right. but mm-hmm. what i do have i will give you mm-hmm. and they give him these things right they give him this uh new way of 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 you know walking mm-hmm. and then if you guys if you guys continue if you guys go to verse 14 just so you guys can understand what takes to 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 for the supernatural to show up. It says that Paul was speaking in Lystra and that he saw this man that was lame. He was uh he couldn't walk right. Mm-hmm. He was crippled from birth and he and he was listening to Paul speaking, meaning mm-hmm. he was where? Somewhere where there was a church, there was mm-hmm. a temple. Yeah. He was there with the word and Paul looking intently at him. There's acting Acts 14:9. It says he that he had the faith to be made well. Meaning, there is no supernatural if there is no faith. Just mm-hmm. like that man. That's what you're you're telling me. You were saying it's so crazy that the first thing he did was what? Go to go to the temple and praise. praise. Why did he do that? Mm-hmm. Because he had the faith. Mm-hmm. He, you know, you know, sometimes people want to uh, for example, just just yesterday, um, people call the church and they want certain people to do things for him for example just just that just to make an example you know i want i want you know something somebody super big i want you know hillsong to come play at my church Mm -hmm. because i want their spirit you know which which is good the holy spirit is there and everything and then at the same time but you're like but what's the difference of the holy spirit the holy spirit that moves here is the same one that should move over there and everywhere Mm -hmm. and they're like no no but because you don't understand they are have this and that's what these people did not see anymore. Mm-hmm. These people did not see Peter, Matthew, pa- Paul. They didn't see them, but they saw Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when they went past the man and saw the real Lord of Lords and King of Kings, mm-hmm. then when the supernatural came, guess what? They didn't get up and just move and 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 follow a Paul and Peter. And you know mm-hmm. they followed God mm-hmm. because if you guys notice, he started walking. He said, in, uh, "So it says in uh, Acts fourteen ten says he said in a loud voice, stand upright on your feet.' And he sprang up and began walking. And the crowds of of of, of uh, the crowds saw, and Paul had it done, and they lifted their voices, saying, uh, you know, the gods have come down on us, the likeness of men.' You know what I'm saying? People that did not have the faith that he need that you need might think that the person that is saying these things is the God." And we have to understand the supernatural doesn't work that way. The only person that gets to do the supernatural is Jesus, which is God, the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's Jesus' presence, uh, His Spirit. And we are just cups, and we are disposable. I think a perfect example of, of how faith is necessary can be seen in um, Matthew seventeen twenty. <clears throat> well, pretty much that whole that whole verses 14 through 20, if you guys want to read them. Um, it talks about how this man came with, with his son to Jesus, and he's like, can you cast out the demon out of my son? And so Jesus prays for him, and basically the guy, the little boy is liberated. 
And his, so his disciples come to him and they're, they're like, hey, Jesus, why were you able to cast him out and we weren't? And Jesus goes ahead and tells them uh, in verse 20, he says, he said to them, because your little faith, for I truly say to you, if you have the faith like the grain of a mustard seed and you say to this mountain, move from here to there, it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So these disciples, I mean, it, it wasn't like like you had said, it, it's not like from one day to another, now you magically have faith and it, it and you're able to do these things. No, it's it's a process, a growing process that, for example, um, these same these same disciples that weren't able to heal in this in in Matthew 17 later on in the in in the Gospels they were perform they were also uh, being habilitated to do miracles and stuff because their faith had grown and and this example that you guys gave also in Acts 14 it says that he was listening to Paul and we all know that that faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. Yeah, so I, I just imagine like this this lame guy. This and I don't mean him to be like a loser, but more of like a lame guy as a crippled guy. Mm -hmm. Um, what like how long was he there? How long has it be has he has he been, you know, following Paul? How how long has it been you know, because you don't listen to the to the word of God and you believe once and right. that's it, right? Like he must have been he must have been understanding saying like, Okay, I need somebody more than a doctor. I need somebody, and you know, I was gonna tell you guys just like a quick fun fact. Luke was a doctor. Uh, his he was actually Doctor Luke, and if you notice, he has actually more. Um, what's it called? More, uh, more. No, not more details. He has more um, like healings than any other gospel that there is, oh, and okay. it's like almost saying like he shatters his own understanding of how God healed them, mm -hmm. and he understands that this. Only could be supernatural. Like it's all like saying like Luke as a doctor understood this. Like even us, we should understand that this is all super supernatural. And we see this all across. We can see this exactly. Well, we can see this before Jesus and after Jesus. And we can see it like for example in the same in the same in the same uh, book, which is in Acts fourteen nineteen when Paul was all actually stoned and they said that they presumed for him to be dead. And then when he was uh, brought back, uh, when he was, uh, you know, when they when his disciples brought him back, and the, the word brought him back means to be resurrected, meaning that they wanted to kill Paul, to to be to to get him quiet for him not to speak the the the, the what's it called the um, the word of God, and yet God said, "You're not done yet." For example, I I would just just give me out. I wonder this: How did Stephen die through a stoning, and Paul? Gets a stoning, gets thrown out of the out of, out of the place, gets resurrected, and goes back to the same place to, to preach the same thing. That's how does how does Stephen die and not Paul? Hmm. I, I mean, my my question is my question is, isn't that supernatural? Of course. You know what he said. You know, I, I feel like God said, you know, it's not you're not you're not gonna die until I tell you you're gonna die. You gotta get up. You're gonna keep going. And I imagine him all bruised up. I imagine him bleeding. And he just said, "No, like guys, that type of faith. Like, the like for example, I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to hit anybody or anybody, but guys, we don't, we don't even like it when people don't say hi to us. Of course. <laughs> like for example, if if we have a problem, if we have a problem at church, and I heard this and I thought this was beautiful. Like if I have a problem at church, I'm almost willing to leave church." Over to fix the problem that I have with my brother, and I was hearing this guy. He was saying that when he has problems at church, the why would he leave? Why would he leave? Because he's not there to worship people, but he's there to worship God. 
It's not God's relationship that's in trouble, but it's the people that come with the church. And I, I loved I loved that so much, but I was like, look, he was past that. He was past people stealing from him. He was past people um, telling him that he was dumb, that they're trying to kill him. They actually did kill him. He was all past that, and he went back to preach. So honestly, guys, the supernatural comes with a lot of faith. I think that that's really interesting also when we think about the fact that, like you said, his faith was so strong that he died for it, came back, and lived for it again. <laughs> Yet, you know, a lot of the times we as youth are confronted by our, for our faith in our schools, in our work, and all these things, and we're kind of like embarrassed to be, to be seen or heard saying things that are against the mainstream, you know, culture. We're like, oh, oh, like, uh, I don't really want to talk about that, you know. Oh, yeah, pronouns. Oh, yeah, you know, this. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's let's do whatever the world is telling us to do because we're so afraid to stand up for our faith. And we're not even being persecuted the way that he was, you know. Mm -hmm. We're so afraid to stand up for what we believe in. And I just think it's crazy that that we wonder, oh, why, why doesn't God perform the same miracles or do the same things? Of course he does, but... If you don't have the faith, how are you going to see them? I agree. Mm -hmm. But what I also wanted to bring up is pretty much like, yes, we hear all these people in the Bible like was it experiencing supernatural things. Can we experience these supernatural things? I believe we can because right here it says in um, the Old Testament um, in Exodus uh, 14.21 how um, pretty much Moses, he was a stubborn old man. And <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. You know, like was it like um, Moses was those type of people to like, always like um have self-doubt he had the um, what was he, again? he was always very stuttery like was oh, it when he, he preached stuttered, he yeah. stuttered a lot so like was it and honestly i can relate myself to moses because i stutter a lot especially <laughs> when i'm like talking to like the the youth class and that so i'm just like oh, like right but what i think is super powerful is that he asked the lord he was just like oh help me um free these people free your people right so pretty much what happened was that moses Put his stick in the Red Sea and parted it open. Staff. Staff. Excuse me, I said stick, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I said <laughs> stick. Oh my god. <laughs> Staff, excuse me. Okay. But um yeah, like was it like it's something that I just think it's like one of the most amazing things like you never see in the Bible. Like was it like obviously people are healed, but I've never really seen something like that just be parted open, right? And I kind of relate it with ourselves because we ourselves can be stubborn and like think to ourselves is like I don't think the supernatural can work through me. Like, what if I'm, I'm acting like this, this, and that? I'm never going to be used. I look at my brothers and sisters. They're being used. But keep in mind, our brothers and sisters also have flaws as well. Yeah. But yeah, like, was it like, I just wanted to mention that the supernatural can work in many ways and um, can work through us as well. Yeah, I think, I think we're so limited in what God does because we are so unwilling to have faith. Especially the way modern society makes it seem as like, Oh, uh, you have to have rationale after for everything that you do. Like it, it, it has to be logical. You have to be able to explain it. All this stuff, you know, you, you have to have proof. And God doesn't work with proof the same way that we as humans, you know, want it. Sometimes there is no explanation, straightforward answer, and that's just how God is. And so sometimes we limit ourselves because we're so used to thinking about God in the same way and. Um, putting him in that box of humanity, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, to, the world tells us that we need to, uh, I don't know, stay within the four corners. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't work in the four corners. He no, works outside course. the box. He, mm -hmm. he made the box, right? So, <laughs> yeah. so it's so important uh, for us to 
work on our faith in mm-hmm. order to be habilitated to work in the super or to be able to uh, be used to do the supernatural things that God has in store for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the other, uh, what's it called, characteristics that I, I've noticed about all these mm-hmm. people that uh, God used supernaturally is that they were all, um, they were all loyal. Mm-hmm. To God, you know, um, like like we had mentioned earlier, they gave God the glory. It wasn't about them. It wasn't about what they were good at or what they were doing. Mm-hmm. It was all about let's let's be loyal to God and do these things out of to show who He is, right? And mm-hmm. one of the verses that I, I I thought was a great backup for this is in Luke sixteen ten. It says. One who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in very little is also dishonest in much. So if we want to be uh, habilitated supernaturally, then we need to be loyal to God. Why? Because if we're faithful in the little bit, then God's going to be like, oh, you you stay faithful, you stay loyal. Mm-hmm. When I use you just, you know, to, I mean, not to say that prophesying is something little, but like, oh, when I, I use you to heal houses pinky or something, mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll use you to resurrect somebody who died. You know, when, we're, when we stay loyal to God in the little things, he, he manifests himself in big ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I completely agree. And I, th- I, think, I think the, the key point is to be loyal to, to, of course, to God, right? And to his teaching and his, to his doctrine, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're also, uh, we have to understand that the, just like what you said, um, I used to I used to have this like thing that oh I haven't seen a miracle you know, <laughs> and and God and God literally slapped me in the face and he's like just because you haven't seen one doesn't mean they don't exist, mm-hmm. but you know me I'm a little bit you know show me or get out type of guy, <laughs> and and then he and then I was slowly reading it and and then I started thinking about wait, isn't it like, isn't it a miracle when like um when there's like counseling marriage counseling and they're able to save. Marriage, yes, it's a miracle, mm-hmm. uh, isn't it? A miracle when you know the prodigal son returns, like, and then and then he was telling me, I he was like, It is miracles, and he was telling me, like, he doesn't speak to me, but I was just thinking, I was like, You know, like, those are little miracles that we don't even care about, man. Like, mm-hmm. what about those little miracles that you know you get out of, like, uh, for example, I know, I know a guy in church that he was supposed to go to jail, like in Miami, like, full blast, he's done, he's gonna go to jail for like. 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. and then they call him saying, you know, we're going to drop all the charges from one night to another. And then I just say, wait, why don't we give these the same amount of, uh, like, importance mm-hmm. as the ones as of, like, the you know, the, the leper, you know, mm-hmm. being, you know, turned into, you know, normal. I think I think what that what just said being loyal is important. If we don't put importance to the little miracles, how how can God give us big miracles? I'm not saying that he can't. I'm just saying that he, I'm just saying I wouldn't I wouldn't either and the Bible says, right? If you're if you're faithful with the little, then you should be put up high. I know I was I always tell people that. I will give you a few jobs here and there to try you out. And how you how you do those things is what, however you're going to do other things, you know? If you can't even just pick up your trash around your house, how do you think you're going to be able to pay a bill? Mm-hmm. You know, just keeping right. keeping in mind of, oh, you got to pick up my trash, got to pick up my trash, got to pick up my trash, mm-hmm. is already pretty, you know, overwhelming. So imagine just doing this. And imagine giving you giving us these beautiful things that God has every single day, every single weekend, and we take them lightly or we think that's because of us. We have to be careful. And we see this. We see this. And the reason I was going to tell you guys that before all this and you guys got into this, that we see the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, not as not as a power, not as, um, how to say, like, uh, 
how do I say this? Not in the same way as the New Testament. Not in, yeah, maybe not in the same capacity as the New Testament because in the the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament was were abilitations of the Holy Spirit. We have to understand that that the Holy Spirit was not yet here in the world because that's what God gave it to us. But He was always there. I don't know if I'm understanding, but. Holy Spirit is God, no matter what. Mm-hmm. So He's always been there, just like Jesus was. Just it was that seen in a different way. It wasn't so seen. It was more an habilitation. Like He would come, move, and then get out. Uh, now okay. He moves and stays Thanks. here. You see what I'm saying? So we have to understand that that's the difference. That's why you see this. For example, I'm going to give you guys another example of supernatural, which I think is super cool. For example, Elijah and Elisha. Elijah comes and tells Elisha. Elisha, follow me. Uh, Elijah was a little bit rude to him. He said, but follow me. Be quiet and follow me. He said, okay. He follows him. And then when, he, when Elijah is taken up to heaven, he comes up and he's able to receive his, like, his mantle. And then he gets you know, double the, the power that he, that he had. And then when he dies, he doesn't give it to anybody else. That's where he dies. So he dies. He gets, um, he gets uh, what do you call it? He gets buried, right? And then years, 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 and years later, there's this war of Israel there, right? And then it says that uh, as they were fighting, and you know, there's I imagine a 21st century movie, right? So bombs going on and everything, <laughs> and then you know, there's there's bones that are coming up, and they have this dead Israelite, and they're running, and they throw him into a into a pile of bones. They throw him, and those bones were Elijah's. And when the minute this man hits the bones, he comes back alive, and and and. And I see this as supernatural because, of course, how can bones make other people alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just see this as be- as beautiful because this is exactly the same thing that I'm telling you, that it's not because of the person, but it's because of the Holy Spirit was in his spirit. Mm-hmm. And we also know that his spirit, uh, our spirit, is in our, our bones. bones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing that's inside our bones, that's what we call spirit. Like that's, what, that's what we think our spirit relies, not relies, lives. Mm-hmm. Resides. That's a, that's, a word, that's, a, that's a word that I was looking for. So we understand that when he was thrown onto his bones, the spirit was still there. The habilitation of the Holy Spirit was still there. So the minute he hit it, he released power. He released the supernatural, and he gave him life. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that Elijah and Elisha were, you know, sent fire now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, dude, those guys were literally, like, keyword supernatural. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, I don't want to keep speaking like for a thousand years, but I want to tell you guys that that Elijah was one of those people. He was he was living the supernatural way before his time. Mm-hmm. Is this anybody else? Well, I thought it was. I wanted to go back to the point where you were saying like sometimes we don't give credit to the miracles that are going on around us, mm-hmm. and I feel like I I definitely relate to that because I, before I would be like oh you know like I've never seen God do something great, amazing like that before. And, um, you know, I started become, I became a counselor and I started working with, uh, patients and they tell me their stories. And then I think I'm like, wow, like the similarities between their stories and people that I know or myself even is so similar yet here they are, you know, fighting drug addiction and I'm in the house of God. And sometimes we don't even realize the amazing miracles that God has done because our lives, we just never intersect with the other people who's, who's are le- le- leading a different path that God didn't show himself in the same way. And so I think it's really important when to even take the small things around us as miracles, right? Because mm-hmm. literally every single 
every single day is a new miracle. You wake up, that's amazing that you woke up, <laughs> that you even woke up. God says that his mercies are new every single morning. God has mercy every single morning for you to wake up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, I, I think it's just so beautiful. When you start looking at the world like, a, like it is a miracle, like you are a, mir- a living miracle, then I, I feel like you become so much more thankful and aware of the wonders that God does around you. Mm-hmm. I, I also wanted to mention that like, was it, like we see miracles like happen in other people like you mentioned. Um, and also within us. But I also, yeah, we also have miracles within us as well. Sometimes we are very neglected towards it because, like, for example, like, was it when I was a younger, I was, like, really mad at the world for no reason, being 14 years old. But I'm pretty sure that's like, every other guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> but once I got older and I understood that, like, was it like that God loves me, I like to think of it as, like, a supernatural act because my whole lineage, my parent, my from my dad's side, you come from a whole lineage of just, like, them being angry at the world for no reason. And um, I wanted to mention as well that like, like was it for for to break the chain as well? Like was it like um being like for example like being angry at the world all the time? Be able to break that simple chain. It's also a supernatural act. Like that sometimes we have within ourselves. Whether it can be a drug addiction, whether it can be um, mad, whether it can be divorces. looking or divorces or anything. Like was it marriages and stuff? Um, I wanted to mention as well because like was it? It's something that we look at it as like oh. That person just changed, but changed yeah. how? Through what? Through the Lord. Because of our faith as well. But yeah, that's what I also wanted to Yeah, make. and I, I agree. I think we have to understand that we're walking sacrifice, uh, not sacrifices, miracles. Walking miracles. We, we are all walking miracles. Actually, not so long ago, they were asking me, oh, can you say one miracle that God has done in your life? Mm-hmm. Bro, and I literally went home and I was like, I can't think of one. And, and, and I was struggling with this. Right? I was like, dude, I was like, God, give me a miracle. Like... And then, just like you said, right? Then you started thinking back and back and back, and you're like, man, if I didn't know God, I'd probably be, you know, yeah. out being a drunk or out doing inappropriate things or out, you know, just not being who I am today. That should, that's, that itself is a miracle. Um, he, was telling, he was reminding me, you know, uh, my job, how I'm blessed at my job. Um, he was reminding me how I'm blessed to have, you know, parents. Mm-hmm. He's reminding me how blessed I am that, you know, to have little things here and there. And I'm just like, oh, you know what, God? Never mind. I do see my miracles. They're just, you know, I'm not I'm not crippled. I'm not, I don't have leper, you know, mm-hmm. I leprosy. And either, even when, 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 when God doesn't show up like we want him to, like, I feel like we have to understand that the supernatural doesn't come just because he does something we want, but it becomes because he is. Mm-hmm. So whether he does it or not, he's still God, no matter what. And we were, they were saying that in the retreat, remember? Mm-hmm. He was saying that if God gives, God is God. And if God doesn't give, God is still God. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we have to understand about the supernatural. The supernatural doesn't go to the glory to us, but to God. So whether he does it or not is his decision to make, not ours. Not yours and not anybody's here's. It's his decision. So if all the glory goes to him, then all the fault goes to him. Therefore, if he wants, doesn't want to do it, he knows why. And there's, man, I wish I would have brought it with you to guys. There's even like a, a, there's a, there's a story in the Bible that this guy was blind. And he, God says he's not blind because of what his parents have done. But he is blind for my glory. Something like this is so, some, something like that. He he speaks about it like that, and I, I almost think about it. There's some people that are sick. To there's some people that that are sick just to glorify God's name. And what happens? He comes, he heals them, and everybody sees. Um, and honestly, it's it's beautiful. That's how the supernatural works. 
um, John yes. 9-3. John 9-3, let's look for it. Um, John 9-3. And it says, And Jesus answers, It was not this man sinned or his parents, but that works of God might be displayed in him. Look, so look, just in that, he says, It's not his fault that this man sinned. It's not his parents that he sinned. He's blind. He's hurting. He can do this just so I can come and display my power on him. Like, mm-hmm. I look, I don't mean to say that God's mean. I'm not, I don't mean to say that God's bad. I'm just saying God is God. Mm-hmm. Like, like, we think we are better than what we actually are, but we are nothing but cups mm-hmm. of, that God can use. He's just. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He is the one that decides. For example, it's like, it's like a... It's like your pets, since you have a, a, quite a bit of pets. Like if you don't, like for example, if your family doesn't have any food, and it's either you buy them food, or you buy your pet, your your pets food. Who are you gonna buy? Your family food, right? And if you forget to feed them one day, just forget. What happens? Do they get up and be like, "Hey, bro, what's going on?" <laughs> like, "Hey, dude, come on." You what, what would you tell them, bro? I pay for your food, so you better be quiet, bro. Will you eat because I remember every day, mm-hmm. and I, I we have to understand that's how not, that's not how God is, but that's the power of God. Mm-hmm. The power of God is that He is who He is, not because of who we are, oh, or, or what we think. He is God because He is God, mm-hmm. and we are nothing but little figures that He has put together mm-hmm. and says, "Hey, this guy is gonna be blind because uh, when he's you know forty eight, I'm gonna make him see again." And all oh, this guy right here, his name is House. We're gonna grab him, we're gonna put him here. He's gonna be great, he's gonna be blessed, and he's gonna be he, he has for everybody. And we have to understand that the supernatural works through on the spirit of the Lord. Okay, guys, we have exactly 33 minutes, and I think um that's enough for supernatural. But uh I think we should uh my god, everybody's recording everything today, huh? <laughs> um, but uh I think uh guys don't forget to follow us and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. And guys, thank you guys always uh for choosing us and um giving us, you know, your 30 minutes every time. Uh guys, this is house, this is Giselle, and God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>